Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got the right way we want. Prime time on Football Friday. No one comes into our house and pushes us around. 1080 The Fan. How you play today, from this moment on, is how you will be remembered. This is a Football Friday edition of Prime Time with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Football Friday with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What is up? Uh, it's a good Friday. The it sun is, is shining. Good little Friday. It's not Football raining. Football Friday. Me, I'm here. You, you're looking great. Big Souk's got a mushroom shirt on today. I do have a mushroom shirt on with today. butterflies. <laughs> yeah, little rainbows. What's going on? You gonna go trip balls after the show? It's or? possible. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hey, going you know, to a rave? The Catching pa- major Alice in Wonderland vibes. Yeah. The what pages is it? of my book are unwritten. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> It's well, a Friday in Portland, you know. We, we've got some serious matters to get to right off the top here. Yeah. There's, there's a, it, it's pressing, pressing yeah, matters. There's controversy around yeah, There here. is. Look, uh, and I hate to do this because uh, he's our friend. We love him. We love him dearly. He's new to us. He's uh, working hard for us. But, uh, folks, uh, I regret to inform you that on the 1080 The Fan Twitter <laughs> right now is a video. <laughs> It is video evidence of a thief amongst us. HD video evidence. Here at 1080 The Fan. Can I say that our cameras, since moving into the new building, I've seen the old cameras that were at the the the, inter- the old intercom building. And let me tell you, they couldn't catch a cold. We had someone once sideswipe my car, and it was difficult to find out the, even the make and model of the car. The new cameras? Boy, that Patriot is working great. Well... Uh, we so we're we're here in in Northwest Portland. We have a new office and we have a nice little bar kitchen area. Yes, in there and there's a big old regular size fridge, yeah. and in that refrigerator is uh, energy drinks <laughs> because engineers live off of energy drinks. Yes, um, cigarettes and energy drinks. Yes, right or vapes. Yeah, vapes. Come on, let's be fair. Yeah, what is this, like 1984? Sorry. So Crazy Eyes notified me that he has uh, Joey and Adam, uh, um, his guys, mm-hmm. who bring in their energy drinks. And I've seen them in there, and yeah. I don't drink energy drinks, yeah. or I probably would be a thief as well. <laughs> but um, they are they bring their energy drinks in, in and put them in the fridge, and um, <clears throat> they've, been, they've, they've been, been disappearing. They've been disappearing. <laughs> and it has come to our attention, Crazy Eyes brought it to our attention here moments ago, that uh, the video, they went to the video. Yeah. And it clearly shows in HD 
one ten eighty the fan personality pocketing, not just <laughs> grabbing it and drinking it, putting it in his pocket and walking away at ten eighty the fan on Twitter if you want to see who it is, or I can tell you. Yeah. Ryan Buckley. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so first of all, I will tell you, I went by the engineer's office yesterday because there used to be a sign on a box of energy drinks that said, if you want one, just ask us. Ah. I went by their office and there were zero engineers to be found. None. Yeah. So I just grabbed the energy drink and I was going to find Mr. Joey Benford today because I do believe they're his and I've yet to see Joey also. So, I mean, it's very much me taking an energy drink. I'm not denying that, but, uh, yeah, those are circumstances. Well, I would say this to... uh... By the way, this has been discussed amongst everyone, and I did say that the only possible good explanation for this, other than than Buckley's a klepto, was was that. Because I did point out this was a topic of discussion, and I said there is a note, because at first I was like, oh my god, there's a note on them that says, these are Adams, don't take one, and I was like, you just looked at the note and shrugged it off, but then I remembered, it does say at the bottom of his post-it note, or just ask. And I thought to myself, I did bring this up to the powers that be. I would have just asked if any of them were here. I said, is it possible? Hmm. I, I had a theory. I said, he may go, even if it's not true, the only out is to go down the road of there was no one to ask. Well, and, and, and that and, seems to be the excuse he's using. <laughs> <laughs> but it does appear on camera that there's a little bit of like a... Like a look around to make sure no one's there, and then a cloak and dagger <laughs> slight pocketing of the drink. It does look suspicious. It looks like you are uncertain of what you're about to do. Huh. I will say <clears throat> I will say that I have stolen many things out of that fridge. The a lot of us, myself included, do treat things at times in that fridge as a communal well, fridge. Okay. What I thought Buck was gonna say is I thought these were for everyone. <laughs> Even though oh, I, no. didn't, I, I didn't know there was a sign. I up. specifically knew the energy drinks weren't because it had been noted on okay. there before. Yeah. All right. See, I, I, I never go into the fridge anymore, but yeah. when we first moved in here, we were the only ones in here. Yes. They did stock the fridge with waters and energy drinks, and there was even somebody we, put like little blocks of Tillamook cheese. Now, can I come clean? Well, hold on. So, so I would go in there, and I was like, "Oh, this is really nice." Yeah, Kim, our boss, oh. is stocking the fridge for us. No, they had. All, remember, that was a bad assumption. That was a bad assumption. All the engineers from like around the, the the company that were working here, they would go to Costco and they would load up because we had so many workers in here that they would they would do waters and and energy drinks and little blocks of cheese for those those people. But no, that was engineer supplied. Because I did talk to the engineer once. I had that thought. Well, I've had several of those cheeses. <laughs> See and this, I, and I and I drank a lot of their water. <laughs> well, this is where this is where I got asked the question. When it when it came to that, I asked the head guy, Rick, the, the our out of town engineer. I said, I said, are those yours? And he said, yes. And I said, do you mind if I have one? I said, I'm kind of dragging ass a little bit. But I, so I felt the need to ask, and he was like, "Yeah, I get a stipend. I go to Costco. I buy those. Don't worry about it." But I appreciate you asking. And I did felt the need to ask for that. I have eaten probably ten of those little cheeses, and I have never <laughs> asked one damn person because I view a block of like the little cheese where there's like a hundred of them. I view that differently than I do an energy drink. Yeah, there's like levels so to it, right? Well, what about water? No, I think water's free game. <laughs> I don't ask yeah, about water. That's what I thought. And that's the thing, like, if they're, but it, 
if but I'm a, also not going to go in there and steal someone's lunch like that. It's understood that if I put my lunch in there, you shouldn't touch it. Yes, right? like a, there's levels to the commissary fridge, like a a, pe- a a large pizza. If I go in there and there's a large pizza with a slice or two missing, I'm taking a slice. But I would never go in and take half a sandwich. Yeah, I don't. I I tend to. Well, I don't think I'd take a slice. <laughs> you don't take a slice? No, that's not yours. That's I'm the taking, same thing as I'm the sandwich. I'm taking a slice. Now, how about that giant jar of uh, weird gray onions or whatever's in our fridge? Yeah, that you want some of that? That thing's terrifying. It's like a science experiment. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I think you need to go apologize. <laughs> well, obviously, I haven't. I haven't seen any of them. Today. The engineering department is up in arms. <laughs> And either that or laughing very, very hard. You got to admit, have you seen the video now, Buck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to admit, you look a little, you look a little unsure of what's going down at the fridge. I don't think so. I mean, I, I think it looks like I walk up, I, I look in the fridge, look in the door where I got the drink from, grab it, take it, and walk away. But to each their own. Now, here, here's the thing, too. I, I have a tendency to say, if you're in a, is that McGinley? What McGinley's in. <laughs> He said the cheeses were his. Oh, well, sorry, Well, man. we ate a few. Yeah, we ate a few of those. Um, I, I am, I'm one to believe that if I, if I put anything in that fridge yeah. and it disappears, that's on me. Yeah, I feel like there is a certain expectation. And again, there's levels to it. But I feel like one thing, when, if, if you really have something valuable, it shouldn't go in the fridge, or there needs to be a note. Although, to be fair, they did put a note on the <laughs> energy drink. That's why you have to be stupid to take it, because it has to. It has a note saying, yeah. just ask if you want this. Well, but, but to your point, if I brought a sandwich for lunch, and it was like in my little lunch sack, and it had some ruffles and like a juice box, I would be pretty jammed up if someone took anything out of there. Like, if you take my little sippy cup apple juice, I'm going to be upset. But if I brought in... If I again, I'll go back to the pizza analogy. If I brought in a pizza and I put it in there, I am going to assume that when I go to get that, there will be a slice or two missing. I just there's different there's different assumptions. Or if I brought a case of water, I'm naive to think that people won't be taking some of my right. waters. Yeah, and that's how I felt about the cheese. Yes, and yeah, I don't t- drink energy drinks, or else maybe I would have done that too, yeah. and I would be caught on camera and yes. shamed publicly. Well, I, I drank plenty of the Diet Cokes that were, I believed for everyone when we first moved, but then I thought See, the I community thought food too. thing I thought ceased a while ago, so no, I, oh. I knew that I wasn't taking my own drink from there. See, we, we thought, though, that that was communal. Thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> you yeah, selfish engineer. This is a great buck move here. And he's, by the way, he's learning from me. He's putting the blame back on them. That's right. I How love selfish it. are they? Wait, who did I blame? <laughs> well, Intercom for th- making you think that uh, it was a communal fridge. And yes, we did steal from the cafe at the old place. Uh, I, <laughs> I have admitted that I've I have stolen from that because I, they I never did. So during COVID, they I, stopped coming in, and um, so they would. It was the one of those. De- it was Eventy Market or whatever. Yeah. So they would put all the stuff, you know, granola bars, gum, you know, and they had some uh, frozen items or some stuff in the fridge, drinks, and they and it was just a you take what you want and then you put in your credit card, yeah. right? Um, and then they would come in like weekly and service it, yeah, restock everything and restock. But they stopped with COVID. It's as if the company went under and yeah. all their stuff was just sitting there. Like, so there, there I were, certainly helped myself to some Trident. There were sandwiches and stuff molding in there. My favorite one. It was about maybe three to four weeks into the pandemic. I remember this vividly, and there wasn't much in the market, like some chips and like some granola bars and everything had either rotted or, or you know been gone. And Rob comes into the studio and goes, "Hey, uh." 
because they had a little camera on it you know he comes in and goes hey uh are you still paying for stuff from the market and i was like oh no i'm like i stopped that like three four days ago he's like oh good and then after that it was whatever there was there was no uh it was it was Thunderdome at that point. There were some serious science experiment items in there. There was a salad that sat there for like three months that liquefied that yeah. was pretty interesting. So we, th- we thought at that point, all that stuff had been abandoned. That was like in international waters now. That was free for, for anyone to come claim. Dusty would like to know. He Dusty thought you were going to blame your dad because, of course, <laughs> wait, wait, what? wasn't he... Uh, <laughs> He for, was under federal investigation for thievery of music. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We we did steal music. Sued by Metallica. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't that wasn't the case. No. Now look, with the engineers, here's the thing. I think they're gonna laugh this off, and it's all fun and games. But you don't want to create enemies of them. You don't. No. And and by the way, you start messing with their cocaine. Yeah. Now you're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, you can en- mess with their energy drinks. The energy drink is one thing. Not their blow. <laughs> I just, right. it made my little day to come in and see go in. Because when they said, who do you think it is? And now my mind started racing. Well, imagine my surprise to catch myself on the 1080 <laughs> Twitter account grabbing an energy drink yesterday. Well, it, it, Crazy Eyes pulled me aside. He goes, you got to, he goes, you got to, I got to talk to you. Yeah. He's like, some, one of your guy, one of our guys at the fans stole our energy drinks. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, who do you think it is? I, well, I immediately went, Sook. <laughs> but of I, course. The difference is I would tell you. In fact, we had one of those today with the boss in the in the chocolate candies. Yeah. She said the difference between Isaac and Sook is this. <laughs> Isaac walked into my office. This is Kim talking. Yeah. Isaac walked into my office for a for a uh, Hershey's kiss because yeah. she had a bowl of them. Yeah. And there was only one left. And I turned around and walked out and said, no, I'm not taking the last one. Yeah. Sook comes into the <laughs> office and looking for a Hershey kiss with just one left. Yeah. He grabs it, eats it, and says, get better candy next time. <laughs> I did go find her around the corner to let her know that she was out of candy and her candy sucked. <laughs> I said, quit being cheap. Buy the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the energy drink, I, I don't... I mean, I thought for sure it would be you. Yeah. Well... I did not suspect old uh, klepto... <laughs> Larry, <laughs> Ryan Buckley. Good grief. In fact, when McGinley first said that, I had to think in my head, I'm like, wait, did I take? No, that wasn't me, right? I'm good. Oh, yeah. The buck, you son of a gun. Well, I was in the clear when they said energy drink because yeah. I don't drink those. But if they said <laughs> cheese or water, I'm like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. That's why I find it best that when you take stuff, just let so. Hey, by the way, I took this. It's way better. Oh, Some, well, yeah. And, I, and again, it, this was at a point of the day where everyone had gone home. Yeah. Yeah, or, or, so, or, Buck, so, look, or I, so you say. You don't need to get defensive. I mean, I'm sure the video is timestamped. We can probably verify that too. Yeah, we all understand. Uh, one texter saying this is the best fan video since the famous scratch and sniff. <laughs> this is, yeah. Do you remember that? I remember I'm not the, familiar with this. Oh, yeah. dude, go to YouTube right now. There, oh boy, there's it's like Swag was doing an update and the intern behind him. Um, well, just let yeah. let's uh, yeah. let's live on the air watch. Oh, uh, so I guess you what would you type in? I guess 1080 the fan intern probably. Yeah, do that. I think fan, 1080 I think, the fan intern. Yeah, I think it's under our you on know, YouTube. Yeah, it's a hell of a thing. I want to watch fan yeah. intern scratches himself. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah hit that, play on that. I'm that going to. <laughs> I want to watch. Oh, it. I get a I get an ad, a pre roll ad ah, way through. Can you skip it? Um, not yet. It won't let me. That means it's God. a popular enough video. One point nine thousand views. That's it. No more than that. One point nine thousand. 1,900 views, it says. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Mm. Okay, now now I'm watching. I thought it I thought it blew up, like, millions. Oh, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, he goes right in there. Describe oh, what's boy. happening. Oh, <laughs> boy. Uh, oh. yeah. yeah. What do you think's happening? Oh, no. <laughs> what's he doing? 
Well, so now for the second time, this person is reaching their hand down their pants in Correct. plain view right behind swag yeah. and then looks up and kind of crosses their hands over the desk. Uh, has he has he made the face yet? Yeah. <laughs> A little ripe. Yeah. There's he's checking his own brand and it turned out that the milk had been a, the milk was sour. The milk was expired. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so I I I was get the sniff part was was harder to see but man. Yeah, that yeah. went that That's went out, tough. That was on TV. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Oy. Comcast Sportsnet at the time. Yeah, he's digging around. Oh man. Well, now, so now right, we have another video. Now you're right there, Buck. <laughs> Ryan Buckley. Klepto. <laughs> Loves his energy drinks. All right. Well, we got Joey Harrington today. Uh, some other cool stuff. I don't know. Football. You want to talk football? Let's see if Buck can, you know, not steal anything for the rest of the show. We'll empty out this week's tickle trunk. I know you love that. Oh, I love a good tickle. Uh, we'll start with the uh, poll question pertaining to the football games ahead of us. That is next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, I'm running behind, so it'll be up in a, in a smidge here, but the AAA heating and cooling poll question today brought to you by, ah, AAA heating and cooling. Family business, helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. It is on Twitter, at 1080thefan. We are about to ask you, what would you think of NFL conference title games <clears throat> moving to neutral fields permanently? I hate it. Can't stand it. This is like bowl games. And be much better off played in stadiums. I don't want. Well, I San haven't even given you the options yet. Well, the option is that this is dumb. <laughs> Play it at home. Uh, that is on there. Yes. I feel like this, this is, is dumb. This is as hard as I'll ever vote on a poll question. Oh, good, because we like it when you vote hard. I like to vote hard. Well, not usually. Actually, I kind of well, waffle a lot, but I'm the, voting hard on this. The one. reason that's up there is because it sounds like there is a movement to 
yeah. make this happen for the NFL because they have put out a statement saying 50,000 tickets sold in like 45 minutes or yeah, something ridiculous. to the Atlanta game or yeah. to the game that could be in Atlanta next week, which would be the Chiefs and the Bills if they win. So there's this idea that the NFL loves, you know, th- this one was circumstance because of the Bills Bengals game being canceled. Yeah. But there's this idea that the NFL loves this and this is a way to kind of dangle out there the idea of moving the conference championships to a neutral site so they can make more money yeah even though they just got done saying that um you know they didn't want more than one of these this year uh, it's because that's why they're not letting cincinnati and uh and, and buffalo play on a neutral site but i don't it look if, if you can somehow make money on this then people will be all for it i mean so i don't know how much revenue that you can generate on a neutral site versus playing it at home i i don't know how all that works but to me, this is anything the NFL does is just about money. So, can they make more money off it? And if the answer is yes, then it'll be at neutral sites. I don't like that because that's the one bummer about the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. There's no real fans there. It's the definition of a commercial thing. Like it's, it's this isn't playing like when when it's an Arrowhead today, uh, or actually, excuse me, this weekend, or when a game is played at Lambeau or something. That's you can't tell me that that's not better for the sport. You also can't tell me that it's not an advantage to be a better team uh, and and be able to have home field run throughout your stadium when either you're a dome team or whether you're an inclement weather team. I mean, if you're Green Bay and you're Buffalo and you're used to bad weather and you're getting ready to play the Dolphins or somebody, yeah, it's a huge advantage to play them on your field. And you earn that right by being the higher seed. So I just, I don't like anything about this whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a weird one. I mean, it's a sort of a if it ain't broke, don't fix it yeah. type of thing. Like, why? But I guess, like you said, money. I mean, I, I don't know how that split works. You know, like the Chiefs, let's say the Chiefs, well, they're not going to next week, so that's a bad example. But yeah. let's say the Eagles host next week or whatever. Yeah. Does that, they get the majority of that gate and yeah. the NFL gets a percentage of it because yeah, it's in Philly? And there's revenue sharing and so there's... But if it were in Detroit then the NFL gets more of it? I don't know. And that's what I'd have to so see. The teams the, wouldn't vote for this, right? I'd have to see the dollars and cents thing. I, I, I don't know. They're just the only reason that this makes money or the, that makes sense is because money's involved. Unless you're trying to somehow, well, unless, again, you're just trying to make it more corporate so that you can have more, you know, yeah. more NFL, the NFL has more control of it and you can get, again, a more sanitized Super Bowl-like environment and you're trying to build another weekend around that. I just know that from a viewing standpoint, it's not going to be as good because the crowd isn't a factor. And I don't like the fact that it will all be in warm weather dome stadiums. And so you take that element. I'm sorry, Buffalo or Green Bay in the playoffs is fantastic. I love it. And to me, it's just another way to push more fans out. I mean, half the fans are already priced out of regular season well, games, let alone playoff right, games. That's it right there. You wonder how they're going to make money. They're going to make these neutral site games, and the tickets are going to be tenfold yeah. in price because yeah. now you're opening it up, much like the Super Bowl, to corporations yeah. and big money, big money people. Like if I'm a, let's say I'm just an NFL fan living in Portland, Oregon, and I want to go to a championship game, mm-hmm. it is going to be way cheaper for me to go to a championship game in Kansas City or in Philadelphia and or Atlanta in or wherever than a neutral site game. Yep. Uh, in Atlanta or Arizona or LA, they're going to build the whole experience around it. Be and, like the Super Bowl, and the, exactly the hotels are going to gouge you, the tickets are going to gouge. Exactly. You know, already you're getting gouged, and I just like, I, like I'm I'm all for commerce, man. I'm all for you know make make your buck while you can. I'll never fault someone for for making money, but at some point, if you're the NFL, how much do you keep wanting to squeeze out of fans? Like that's just that's a bummer to me 
that you're just a regular, even if you're a season ticket holder, right? You got season tickets that have been passed down for your family. Let's say you're a season ticket holder in a, in a smaller market. Like, you know, I don't, let's take Kansas City or take Green Bay, right? And all of a sudden, you know, your option to buy your ticket or to get that ticket to go along with your season tickets, and, and I just get to drive to the game because it's my home stadium. Now, if I want to go see that game, now I got to get a flight. Now I got to get a hotel on top of my ticket that I'm still going to have to purchase, even if they give me that opportunity. And not every season ticket holder is going to have that option because they're going to have to sell equal numbers to the other side of it. I just think you're screwing over a lot of fans. Well, I, I think what their retort to that would be, well, it, op- it opens it up to yeah. new fans yeah. who are in those cities where they're not have hosting the game. Yeah, rich elite corporate fans, but well, yeah, you know, that's what they won't tell you. Yeah, Joe Sixpack isn't going to buy isn't going to be able to buy that ticket. I mean, that's that's the that's my biggest bummer right now in all the sports is how whether it's the World Series and the NBA Finals and and this how it's just becoming harder and harder for actual fans, let alone actual fans of the teams to end up in those stadiums and I think it 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 negates it a lot which is why I like the environment. Like when you go see a college football championship, because most of those do tend to see you still, you know, it's not a 50, 50 split, but I still think you get a great atmosphere because those are diehard fans, but it's not the atmosphere you'd get playing in Georgia or playing at Autzen. When you have a home crowd, it's still not as good as that atmosphere. Well, when you're the NFL owners, you're just scraping by. Yeah. You just yeah. got to do everything you can find a way. Right. You know, I mean, they already added the extra playoff game again. How much, a lot. At a 17th game. Hey, if there's more there to be had, they're yeah, going to find it. They'll get it. So that's your poll. It is on Twitter, at 1080thefan, right next to the Ryan Buckley klepto video. <laughs> yeah, take a look at both while you're there. You know, yeah. Make a little afternoon of it. Take a spin. <clears throat> so vote and vote hard. Uh, coming up next, this date in 2019. It is uh, 328. Here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, coming up this afternoon, 5.30, Joey Harrington will join us. Uh, We will discuss this weekend's football games, the divisional ramp of uh, the NFL playoffs. Did you know that? I did know that. Let me turn that on. Yes, I did know that. All right. I was aware. Good. You're you're up to speed. (laughs) I'm trying to. I'm trying to. It's really just a gambling thing. Well, this date in 2019... 
this very date, January 20th, do you know what happened in football? Have you been seeing any of the the talk uh, of this? This date. 2019. 2019. So not that long ago, pre-COVID. Uh, oh, I have no idea. What would have... I mean, assuming we were still in the NFL playoffs, so... Playoffs? What... Obviously, some what was a major playoff moment? Like there what? There you go. I'm You're on to, the right track. Playoffs. What major playoff? Playoffs. What major playoff thing happened? I don't, I don't know. The worst missed pass interference call oh. in NFL history. Oh yeah, that the brief, Saints and Rams that briefly led to the pass interference uh, replay. Yeah, for one year, and then we we're like, well, that's dumb. Well, I went back and watched it. It is obviously the worst known call, or as bad a no call as you'll ever see. I can't think of a worse no call. It's I'm I'm that's right. I, I'm always careful with that because I'm sure there's others out there that you're like, oh my god, what was that? But in that moment, yeah, away stage. from away from everybody, it wasn't like a holding call or something where you're in the. I mean, it's just you and him out there, and <laughs> and he just drills. He the just guy. drills him. So it's Saints Rams NFC title game in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Sean Payton, Drew Brees going for their second Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. The game's tied 20-20, and there's a minute 45 left. The Saints are driving. It is third and 10 from the L.A. 13-yard line. Um, Breeze passes down to the five-yard line to Tommy Lee Lewis. Mm -hmm. I don't remember Lewis. The other one was uh, 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 it was uh, Roby Coleman, right? Mikel Roby Coleman. Yeah, I don't remember. the DB. I didn't remember who the receiver was. And Tommy Lee Lewis gets absolutely <laughs> drilled <laughs> by Roby Coleman, who doesn't even turn around. <laughs> if he does, the funny thing is, I went back and watched it today, and Troy Aikman and Joe Buck were on the call, and Aikman says if he just turns his head, it's a pick six. Man, I got it here. I got it. I haven't seen this thing in forever. I want to see this. Which would have been also amazing like if he's actually just playing the football <laughs> it's even worse than i remember oh dude it's unbelievable to not, go back and watch it well not only that was it, not called not only is it as bad a, a pass interference as you'll ever see in today's rules it's targeting in 15 yards he like he takes his head off yeah spins him around <laughs> and spins him around so if <laughs> there were a flag thrown it would have been a fresh set of downs and like the rams only had one timeout, so the Saints would have won the game with a short field goal. Yeah, because it it happened on like the looks like about the six yard line, so they would have been able to take a couple knees and kick. Yep. Uh, a, a less than an extra point, and, and they would have gone uh, to the Super Bowl. Now remember, um, the Rams instead went to the Super Bowl. This game went to overtime. The Saints actually had another chance to win this game. Yeah, that's what's probably forgotten by a lot of people. The so in so instead of kicking the short field goal to win it, if they had thrown a flag. The Saints had to kick a field goal right then. And the Rams went down and got there. And theirs. so they go up 3, 23-20. The Rams tie it with 15 seconds left with their own field goal. It goes to overtime. The Saints won the toss. Now, interestingly enough, this was back when if you get the ball first, first yeah, and you, you score a touchdown, you win. Well, that's what happened in the AFC title game. This is the same year that Tom Brady got it in overtime in Kansas City and went down and beat the Chiefs. Yeah. You remember that? I do remember that. So that's why the that Patriots the were in the – yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris Jones? No, uh, uh, Frank Clark. Frank no? Clark or D Ford? D Ford. The D Ford. D Ford offsides. Yeah. So that's why the Patriots were in the championship. Well, and the Saints could have done the same thing, <laughs> but Drew Brees threw an interception, led to the Rams' game-winning field goal, and then we all know uh, that the Rams got stymied by the Patriots in that Super Bowl, thirteen to three. So easily, I mean, you could make but the argument you should have had Kansas City 
and New you Orleans. Very, it was well. That just goes to show you how close this stuff is. Yes, yes. it could have very easily because Brady been. Brady throws the pick, and had Ford not been offside, that game is over. Kansas That's City right. goes, and and this one was well. No, Kansas City would have still had to score, but they would have only needed a field goal. Uh, oh, okay. Or was that in regulation? No, that was in regulation. Okay. The offside was in regulation. The Brady, oh, okay. uh, Brady was driving him down to get him to overtime. Brady threw a pick. That's right. That's Game right. was over. Yeah. But D Ford had jumped off sides, and it gave him, and so they went down, tied the game, and then the overtime stuff happened. So yes, you can make the argument, and it's a very strong one that that should have been Kansas City and uh, and New Orleans. Well, New Orleans, a hundred percent, but. And well, I remember after the game too, the Rams were like, "Well, there's no guarantee, uh, you know, you know, you know, you can't well, what go are back they and... supposed to say?" Well, yeah. and they fell back on the whole. Well, they still had a chance, anyways, even yeah. without it. The thing yeah. that you mentioned, they did, they certainly did. But it is. But how about that? If we had the Chiefs Saints, who would have won? Chiefs have another, or does Drew Drew yeah. Brees and uh, Sean Payton have another? It certainly would change the course of you know, it, it would change the course the, of the, the way we view these these coaches and teams. Do we think maybe the Patriots stymie uh, Breeze and and uh, Sean Payton the way they did the Rams yeah, offense? You know, that's just one of those. I, I you know, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, I couldn't tell you because you know, going into that, there's no way you could have thought that that Rams offense would have been held the three yeah. points. Weren't they favored? I think the Rams were the favorite. I feel like yeah. everybody was jocking the Rams then. I, I think like, that oh. was the case. McVay was the wonder kid, and it was the unstoppable offense. But, you know, Gurley's... Belichick comes in there. Yeah, and held, held them to three freaking points. And well, spelled the end of the quarterback there in uh, in L.A. It was interesting to look back at the playoffs. I don't even know how much of the divisional round you remember from last year. It's, you know, it's just all these games bleed together over the years, right? Yeah. But, um, la- so we're, we're, we've got four games this weekend. You've got Dallas... Uh, Jacksonville, New York, uh, Giants, and um, Cincy are the road teams. Yeah. Last year, in this round, all four road teams almost advanced. We three of the four made it, and the one that didn't was uh, the Bills, mm. uh, Kansas City. Yeah, with one of the, the which ended with, up being one of the a, best games of you know of, of it was just like an instant classic. Yeah. Do, so, do you remember the other games? I remember the other one. And by the way, every single game from this round on, so these four plus the two championship games plus the Super Bowl, every one of them finished, except for one, the Chiefs Bills, which was the best game and closest game of all of them. Yeah, finished within a field goal. Of uh, it's a three point game. I'm, every one of them. I'm trying to. I'm trying so to, San Francisco went to Green Bay and and held Green Bay down. I remember thirteen to ten. Yeah, I remember that being super low scoring because everyone was talking about Garoppolo and they went on and played Green Bay in yeah. the NFC tie. Or, no, they played Green Bay. And yeah, they beat played them Green thirteen Bay. to ten. Yes, and then they went on and played the Rams, Rams. who beat Tampa. That was that wild game where Tampa Matt was, Stafford pulled it out against Tampa. Well, Tampa was getting killed. Brady made the furious comeback, and then Stafford had the bomb to cup there at the end to seal it. So then the Rams held on to beat the Niners twenty to seventeen. So so all those games were field goal games. And then in the AFC, Cincinnati. This is the one I forgot. Cincinnati beat Tennessee. Yeah, in a really ugly one, nineteen to sixteen in the divisional round. They go on to beat Kansas City in Kansas City 27-24 after the Chiefs uh, game against the Bills. I remember Cincinnati beating Tennessee. I don't remember anything about that game. I remember the Cincinnati-Kansas City game and then, again, the shock and disbelief that this Cincinnati team, without a good defense and no offensive line, was 
<laughs> was was going to go to the Super Bowl. And then the Rams beat the Bengals by three, 23-20. Yeah. So yeah. all of these games from this point moving forward, last year at least, were within a field goal. And the Now sp- you go the year before, that was the year uh, Tampa drilled Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Only two of the final seven games were even within double digits. Yeah, because a lot there's a lot of big spreads this week. Yeah, I so mean, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but uh, interesting to, to note. Yeah, it's just it's 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 one of those where I feel like a lot of people think these games are going to be competitive and they're going to be close, and yet there's some big lines, there's some big numbers. I feel like Vegas is daring you. <laughs> I feel like Vegas may know something that we don't. Like we want to, like we think that Kansas City. A lot of people think Kansas City, Jacksonville will be. You know, you're hearing, oh, it'll be closer. And the Giants now are kind of the sexy pick to to beat. Uh, you are know, to, to beat you know Philly. A lot of people like the Giants getting points in this one, and Philly doesn't look that good the last month. And Hertz is still banged See, I would up. I think and Dallas would be the of the underdogs. Dallas would be the sexy one. I just feel like there's a lot of people that are are trying to make a very very strong case for the underdogs. And look, it's the NFL. Anything can happen. But if you told me, so you said three of the four moved on. So if you told me one was more likely, which I thought was going to happen, that we'd wake up and we'd have Dallas, Jacksonville, New York win, or those games all be 17-point blowouts, I'd be like, yeah, the 17-point blowouts are more likely to happen. I just, I, I, I think sometimes we talk ourselves into this. I'm not certain that like the, the Giants and the Jags and even Dallas, I, I, I don't know how close some of these are going to be. I do think in this divisional round, I think the cream's going to rise to the top. I'm taking, I'm taking favorites, and I'm laying points. Well, like I said, I mean, you go just last year, none of that was true. It was yeah. all very close. Yeah. You go the year before, and it was all double digits. Yeah, so blowouts. You know, this year, the theme this season in the NFL was underdogs. Yeah. I mean, big point spreads. Teams were not covering big numbers all year. And Kansas I mean, City was, didn't. I think Kansas City was six ten and one. They haven't well, put a lot of teams away. Neither has Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, I saw today Buffalo played. I think four or five teams that ended up being in the playoffs, and they never beat any of them by any more than four points. Yeah. That was another huge theme this year. Was was one possession games. So yeah. There were tons a of ton close games. Of more them. more than I think ever before. Which you could extrapolate. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the playoffs are different, but you could extrapolate that and say, well, that's the kind of year it is, and um, you know, maybe you get a lot of good games. I'm hoping for good games, Me too. but I tend to be with you that I, I feel like there's a reason why most of these lines are big. Maybe we get one or two of them that end up being barn burners. Yeah. Maybe one. Yeah. I mean, can we, can we hope for one? I think Cowboys since, Niners, maybe I think Cincinnati, but if I had to say what's going to be the most compelling game, that's going to come down, I'll take Cincinnati Buffalo. I think that could be a bit of a, a slugfest. And even if, if Cincinnati's O line is, is woeful Buffalo, like you said, they find ways to keep people in games. The Miami game should have been over after four possessions, and it wasn't, and it ended up being a great yeah. game down the stretch. So if I had to pick one to I'm be my Cowboys most entertaining Niners. game. Yeah. I think Cowboys-Niners is going to be sweet. That's the one I'm most looking forward to, but I don't know. I just I have a gut feeling that San Francisco is a rolling ball of butcher Dude, knives, and, and Dallas may get squished. It is hard not to trust San Francisco. Yeah. And Dallas, is you can't trust them at all. Yeah. But it's a, the way they played last week. Uh, this is Let's talk about that game because we'll come back. But that is a great. You want to talk about a great high level X's and O's matchup? Yeah. Kyle Shanahan against Dan Quinn. Oh, yeah. And weapons across on all levels of that field, offense and defense. It is 344 on the fan. Niners, Cowboys. So here's what we have, just so you you guys know Uh, NBC tomorrow, 130, Jags, Chiefs. There's your appetizer. They already played, Uh, they played in Kansas City. Chiefs beat them by 10, which was right about where the spread was, but the Chiefs also 
turned it over, I think, three times in that game. They jumped out like 17 nothing on them like early, and then, you know, the Chiefs do this. The, the Chiefs will F around and let you back in the game. And it was never it was never really in doubt, but, yeah, it ended up being a 10-point game. And then at 5.15 tomorrow night on Fox, giants Eags and uh, Philly won both regular season meetings there. Uh, blew them out the first time, and then the second one was that one where the Giants didn't have anything to play for. No, but or no, the Eagles didn't have anything. No, the, no, the, the Eagles, Eagles the did. Eagles needed to win yeah. in order to secure the one seed. It wouldn't matter because Dallas ended up getting blown out by Washington. But the but, Giants were already locked into their seed. Yeah, and they played a couple people and they sat everybody. It was a weird game. Hurts yeah. didn't play particularly well. He only ran the ball like nine times, like thirteen yards. The the big question about Philadelphia just is, you know, him. is him. Well, when, he's played one game in a month, and it wasn't. Great. It was the game against the Giants. They won, but the Giants didn't play anyone. They, you know, they they have not looked good. Even the defense. Like, I know when they played Dallas, right, Dallas ended up beating them. And, you know, you can say, oh, well, they, they didn't have Jalen Hurts. But they scored 30 points in that game. Just Dallas scored 40. You know, that's so that's a bit of a concern. And then, you know, the, the loss against the Saints was... It was dreadful. The offense, I think, only scored 10 points. So I think a lot of people are kind of forgetting that for the vast majority of the season, Philly was the the dominant team, and now you're kind of sleeping on them. So the question is, is it's to me, it's not about New York. We know New York's good. We know they're on a hot streak right now, but they're limited in, in a lot of what they can do from a personal standpoint. We know Philly's best is light years better than the Giants. They didn't just beat them in the first game. Dude, they, they absolutely ground their you-know-what into the dirt. So it, 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 this is this is not about the Giants to me. This well, is about Giants a little more healthy on defense though. Yeah, than that first meeting. But this is I still not a great defense. The secondary is sketch. They have a good defensive line. They have a great defensive line. But I just I I will be very fascinated to see what Jalen Hurts looks like. To me, that's that's all I need to know. If he's healthy, Philly rolls in this. But if he's limited and they can make him a pocket quarterback. It's the same. It's a Lamar Jackson sort of thing. When his when his ability to run is no longer a threat, their offense kind of falls apart. And then weird game times on Sunday, but noon, CBS, Bengals, Bills, 3.30 on Fox, Cowboys, Niners. Yeah, which for most people, I think that's Dude, that probably game, the, the game of the... What are the ratings going to be? That is going to be so huge on a Sunday night with Dallas playing San Francisco, two of the bigger brands. I mean... It can't get much better than that. No, and and it's it's not just two of the 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 biggest brands. I mean, you go back from the '80s into the '90s, you know, because you go from from those early days with Montana and those Cowboy teams, and then you get into Aikman and and Irving versus obviously the, the those great San Francisco teams with with Steve Young, and this is as good as it gets. I mean, this is this is Pittsburgh, this is Pittsburgh Dallas, that sort of thing. So I, I couldn't be more excited about this, and I'm willing to guess that when this is said and done, this will be the most watched game of the year. I'll bet you this is. Well, then hand- last week, what somebody get a forty last week? I think someone. Yeah, uh, Bills Dolphins. Was it the Bills Dolphins? Someone got a forty last week. This will. I'm, I'm telling you right now. This will be the most watched game of the year. Well, especially if it's good. Yes, this thing will be a juggernaut. And how about the uniform matchup? Yeah. I love Dallas wore their blues last mm-hmm. week. I absolutely love those uniforms. I think that's the best looking uniform in all of sports. I like when San Francisco and I they probably won't do it cuz they're at home, but I like when they do the throwback whites. All white. You know me. I love and... it. they do the they do the throwback whites, but the Niners, you're right. It's two of the best looking teams in the NFL. 
Great history there. Beautiful. Players on both sides of the ball, all pros across the board. You know, Can't wait. This is phenomenal. So Dan Quinn, Kyle Shanahan is interesting um, because Quinn was the head coach of the Falcons when they were in the Super Bowl, and Shanahan was the offensive coordinator, and they blew the lead to the Patriots. Yep. So I don't know how I don't know if there's bad blood there or whatever, but they know each other very very well. Mm-hmm. And I think what's interesting is Dallas's defense against San Francisco because I mean Brock Purdy basically throws to wide open. Like I don't want to take anything away from Brock Purdy, but the reason why you're seeing guy it's like plug and play quarterback for San Francisco mm-hmm. is their receivers are always wide open. Yes. And the stats back this up and and they get a bunch of yards after catch. And a lot of that is Shanahan. I mean, he's he is you want to talk about high level football. It's Kyle Shanahan's offense. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what Dan Quinn can can draw up for that because you talk about weapons. Micah Parsons, so that I saw somebody tweeted this um from uh last year's game, because they played in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. And the Niners pretty much dominated them in Dallas. The final was twenty three seventeen, but um, the Niners dominated that. Dallas game. struggled to do much offensively, yes. And they said that Parsons played about two thirds of the snaps at linebacker, and only about a third at, at edge. Yeah, and now it's- and he did not impact uh, the game at all. But he's an interesting piece because you can you can move him around. What Dan Quinn can do with how how he deploys Micah Parsons, I think is going to be fascinating. Because it didn't work last year, nope. so you know they're going to move him around. Yeah, and you know the the problem with with pressuring, and we haven't seen anyone really be able to heat up Brock Purdy yet. Is San Francisco does such a good job of getting out of bad looks and checking into their run game, and their run game and the RPO game are so complex that it makes it hard to really pin your ears back and 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 get into those situations. So. And by the way, Shanahan doesn't have a problem running on third and four, third and five. You really got to get third and six plus in order for it to be an obvious passing down in San Francisco. And the other thing that San Francisco does so well is they will force you into bad matchups. They are the one NFL team that doesn't have to substitute. They go with their little 21 personnel package where they have the two backs. And by the way, the two backs are, are Debo and uh, and Christian McCaffrey. And then they go with their two tight ends, which is Uchek and Kittle. And then they got Ayuk out there. And this is an offense that can go five wide or they can line up in two tight end without having to switch personnel groups. I mean, it's it's the it's the biggest and most unique challenge that exists in the NFL. But you're right, and if there's someone that's familiar with this sort of thing, it's Dan Quinn. Well, and he doesn't just have Parsons. Yeah. He's got a mean defensive front. Yes, that's athletic, and they can move. And if there's, and then Brock Purdy, the one thing we haven't seen a ton of is him being flustered, but we have seen him with some really poor pocket habits. I said earlier, if I'm going to nitpick one part of his game is he doesn't really climb the pocket. And you see this, they talked about this like with Trevor Lawrence in between his rookie year and this year. Your natural instinct a lot of times, especially if you're a good athlete, when the pressure you know comes down on you is to bail out of the pocket, and that's not the way NFL lines are set up. You're, you step up into the pocket to buy time and let the edge rushers come behind. And when you watch Brock Purdy, he's sloppy back there. He bails out the backside, the wrong backside. He rolls opposite. He rolls to his left a lot, which I don't know why. And he's been lucky in a couple of these games where no one's really been able to catch up to him yet. 
And those are the sort of plays that can end up killing drives, getting fumbles, or God forbid, throwing across your body and ending up in interceptions. By the way, who has the number one turnover defense in the NFL? Your Dallas Cowboys. Oh, do they? Yeah, they create the most. They create the most. Ah, I so, can see that. Yeah, this is this is a really fun this is a really fun matchup. Uh, never underestimate Kyle Shanahan's ability to blow the game management aspect as well. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, dude, he Kyle Shanahan's great. His offense is great, but man, you get in late close games. How many times are we going? What is he doing? Yeah. Well, and then on it the happens other, all the time. Well, then you're talking about the the greatness that is uh, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy on the other side. Fair. God forbid Dallas needs a Who timeout. Who will blow so. the game more, <laughs> McCarthy or Shanahan? That's the thing. X's and O's wise, I feel way better about Shanahan coming into this game. But his history of puckering in these late spots yep. is so disarming. Yeah. So both sides have a little bit of a pucker factor. We're so like, will oh. the, which coach is more likely? to do the dumbest challenge and lose a timeout Mc- and cost his Mc- team the Mc- game. McCarthy. <laughs> Mike McCarthy. I'm going big Mike. All right. Well, it should be a good weekend. Uh, we'll talk more about it coming up. Joey Harrington, 530. We will empty out this week's tickle trunk in our next hour. It is 356 on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 